in a world. Four friends, one mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Well, <laughs> it's about the end of the week. You boys are sitting in a circle. We're all making intimate eye contact with sticks in our hands and drinks on the table. Sounds to me like there's only one thing we about to do. Johnny boy, why don't you tell that public what that is? We're about to masturbate, boys. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This is the Freedom Friends Master Debate where we come up with those problems and then we massage them till they go away. You know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Or something. <laughs> Uh, brought to you by warfightertobacco.com. You can use that code FTFO over there and get 15% off your order. Oh, wellness.us. Freedom Friends 25 will get you. Quarter off your order. That's what I'm talking about. And then uh, you can go over to our affiliate link at uh, Grill Your Ass Off. Use our affiliate link or you can go to grillyourassoff.com slash Freedom Friends Podcast. That's with two Fs. And that'll get you 15% <laughs> off your order over there. So, uh, <laughs> Justin, <laughs> what are we about to palaver about for the next half hour or so? Freedom friends. <laughs> Please tell me you're doing this for the whole show. <laughs> oh, Motherfucker uh, can't do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jess, you can't. You can't do this for the whole show. <laughs> the challenge has been laid. <laughs> Can I do it in a fucking different accent for the next 30 minutes? <laughs> do you have a subject for us to solve for the general public? Or so you his accent just there? changed. Now he went to Southern Confederate General. <laughs> wow, son. All right, boys. All right, uh -huh. boys. I want to know, what do you think shapes modern culture? Social media. Titties and bear. Yeah, public opinion based on fucking, yeah, social media, <laughs> unfortunately. What shapes modern culture? Like what's out there telling us what's in, what's out? The fucking media. Yeah, media, media and social media. Media, yeah, media. If you want to do it broadly, but yeah. So, news stories, public opinion, it all shapes it. Whether it's true or not, it's it doesn't matter. Uh, I have a thought on this, but it's going to make so many people mad. I'm trying to decide if I actually want to say it. Right. That's the whole point because me and we already made the whiskey and, community very angry, just so just You know what? I have bitches. something about that. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> we were we were giving a goddamn opinion. You, I, if you don't agree with my opinion, that's fine. But I don't give a fuck. Just you want to solve it? We me and Scott have done this challenge yes. many a times. We have bought Happy, which is perfectly good whiskey and we bought uh woodford and we tried both and the woodford was better i've done it, it twice was, it was better for a quarter of the cost yeah i'll, I'll almost tell you, way better to be perfectly yes. honest with you i'll tell you almost this way right better. now and here's the entire my entire argument if you think your whiskey's good because it was expensive you're an idiot dude the guy at buffalo i've done the tour at buffalo trace it's literally a marketing fucking ploy it is literally a, there's no difference really it's where it is in the Rick house. That is all it is. And they slap a rate. And a lot of the guys are sick to death of pappy shit. Cause it was never meant to be that it's a $65 bottle of booze that is now resale for anywhere between 500 and 2000, depending on the year. Stupid. Yeah. So, so 
It's good. It's so not fuck bad. your pappy. So what do I actually think is influencing culture? There's a whole lot of people that aren't special that want to figure out something that makes them special. Yep. So they go and do shit and they pick something that makes them part of some fucking community. And, you know, I'll fucking, I'll throw some of my friends under there. They're fucking the bro vet community because you think that you're still hard, even though you're fucking mostly squishy. Hey. Uh, hey, fucking, I resemble that remark. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm hard. I just know I, I'm squishy. You know, the fucking. You have to own it. You did. So there you you need to ID me by my tattoos. And we just did a whole fucking show on tattoos and stuff like that. But like all of these people that pick this thing that is nothing more than a singular trait. And they try to build an entire fucking personality around it. Mostly because you're probably a boring fucking human. That you are run of the mill and you are fucking normal. You're not special. You haven't accomplished anything. You're nothing. You are part of the 99.9% of fucking people out there that are never going to affect history. And the only way that you're going to become a decent human that anybody wants to be about is you better be around is you better fucking get comfortable with that. You're not special. The only thing that makes you're, you special and you're never is gonna do anything phone. special. But because you can take video. a picture yeah. or you're going to do all this hashtag tattooed life or hashtag fucking come and take it or whatever. Look, motherfucker, you couldn't fucking run an eighth of a mile, let alone run a fucking rebellion. So let's fucking <laughs> calm our tits. All right. You're not fucking special, but that's what drives everything is you're so convinced that you're an individual in this mass community, but you're just a fucking clone of all of it. Like I try so hard to be special, but you're not it, like, you're not, you're not fucking special. I'm not fucking special. Nobody on the show is fucking special. I'm telling you right now. I used to to be <laughs> <laughs> I got help. I got help. Like we're you're just not. You're not unique and everybody's the it, it, advertising and pictures and everything and has convinced you that if you go do this thing, now you're on the cutting edge or you're part of this subgroup or you're this that and the other and that's what gives you personality and it's not. It's not about what the fuck you wear or who the fuck you sleep with or what the fuck tattoo you got or that you know some fucking catchphrase or whatever. Those aren't personality traits. They're not you. What you're telling me is, is you have no personality because you've had to fucking clone it. You've had to clone something else to try and find something unique in you. It just means you're boring. So now you're just stealing it from everywhere else. So you want to know what fucking shapes culture? The, the want to be someone you're not. So you just clone as much shit as you can. It goes back to the media. And then you get called out on it. And it's like, no, you don't fucking know. I, I do. I do fucking know why. Because I'm not special. I am fucking run of the mill. I am fucking average. And I so, got, I got comfortable with that several years ago. I'm at least consistent. <laughs> See, that is, that is 14 years 14 ago. Years from my old Facebook just says memories. Fat and sassy. Says, I'm fat and sassy. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. But so, but if you, if you, what makes somebody special is like I, an example would be like Joe Rogan, right? I think Joe Rogan is, he doesn't try to be special. He doesn't, go out of his way to market himself as anything that he's not. He just is who he is. What's made him unique is he stopped giving a fuck. Yes. And I think, you know, like most of my best friends are just, they're just who they are. <laughs> it's, they don't try to be anything different than that. And I think that uh, authenticity, I think is what makes somebody special. Absolutely. Well, it's what makes you unique. It's how I figured out Jesus. What has it been? Four and a half years now? When did you move here? Four and a half years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Almost. And that's when I knew I wanted to be friends with you guys. Literally my first interactions with you dudes were, it was so just like, 
oh, there is no fucks given here. Like they, <laughs> they don't give a shit. And I was like, that's, those are the friends. It's why I became friends with Jim and stuff too. Like, it's just, I, I know who these guys are and they're not trying to be anything. They aren't like they stopped giving a fuck, whatever they thought they needed to prove. They got that out of their system fucking years ago. And now it's just a, as long as my immediate circle is cool with it, I don't give a fuck past that. Like, well, and I feel like, I don't know, like there was a time in my life and I think there is a time in everybody's life when they feel like they have to prove something. Yep. Yeah. And there actually is a time in your life when you do have to prove something. Right. And, you know, like I, in being in the military, right. We deployed, we did whatever. And that was enough to show myself that I can accomplish some things. Right. Right. And that's all I needed. I, I don't need to prove it to anybody. If you ever meet me out and about, I'm not telling you a bunch of fucking war stories. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even telling you what I do unless it like comes up in an interesting conversation. Half the time I'm like, they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm in the cigar industry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. 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 Like, I, because for one, I, I just, I don't want to have this conversation with you because you're not in the cigar industry. You know, like yeah. you don't, you're not a, a, a smoker, you're not a, a consumer. And this would be a 45 minute waste of my life. And I really don't want to have this conversation with you. No, really. Like it's, there's like, there's so much that goes into cigars and the average person has no idea. Yeah. And they ask two questions and you give them just a little bit more information than they, than they think they need to know. And then now you're stuck in a 45 minute conversation and it's just like, ah, well, like the (laughs) the people I find the most interesting are like, I mean, like random people we met in in fucking Nicaragua. Oh, like, some of those are the best. People yes. have nothing to do with anything you've ever done. Yes, and you're like, that's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. like we we sat down at a table in Nicaragua mm-hmm. with a bunch of guys that were into Harley's, and the only reason we knew that is because Gary overheard what they were talking about, and uh, it ended up being a, a great fucking conversation and shit with language barriers and yeah. all that. And because Gary was over there just all like, don't they a la biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo soy Mexicano. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of that. <laughs> it's, 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 and I, I feel the same way when it's like, Oh, what did you, oh, like I, I got in a powerful thing. I got in this. Like, I don't want to talk about working out. I know. Yeah. And like when, 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 with Rob, what did we tell he did for a living gay instead porn. of gay, gay porn? porn. <laughs> and it was amazing because he, he, he ran with it. But we've also um, done that before multiple times, but that like this dude, he's a fucking monster. Like he is. And everybody's like, Oh, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a bar in public with him and somebody will come talk to him and blah, blah, blah. And by the end of the conversation, like, can you pick me up? And he's like, I don't pick up people. Well, just this one. He's like, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. Like, no, yeah. like that. I don't stop asking. I don't do that. He picked me up by accident. He probably didn't even know. <laughs> well, no. It's, <laughs> it's, so Obi's a super, super nice guy. And the second time I met him, I don't know Obi. I've met him three times. And each time it's been in New Braunfels, you've invited yeah. me to come have drinks. Obi happened to be there. Yeah. But what Obi is very good at is if he's met you before, he remembers that he met you. Yeah. I don't know how he does it because I mean my interactions with him have not been. The guy's head. He remembers a lot of shit. The second time I met him, he came out and everybody did, like I showed up because all of us 
we all love each other, or at least we fake it well. We all hug when we fucking see each yeah. other. And Obi came so like <laughs> I hugged Scott, I hugged you, I hugged Jim, and, and Obi was like, "Hey, it's good to see you again." And he went to go hug me, but he just like kind of like just did this, and I I <laughs> swear to God, I was like, I was like. A piece. It, like, it was fucking. It was ridiculous. Master blaster. <laughs> like, it was, and, and so I was like, "Oh shit!" I think I was two years old the last time a grown man picked me up like that. Like that was fucking ridiculous. So I, we've gone a million places, and I don't even call him Obi. Like it's it's the same conversations, but if you if if he find he, and he's a good example, just like Scott said, let's talk about something other than. Right. I mean, and it's getting ready to be in June. Way fucking worse for him. Yeah. Way worse. Wait until we go out when he comes back after the show hits. Yeah. Okay. And it just sucks because it, that's how I, I just can't imagine being in Hollywood and ha- and being a, a big time actor and having to deal with that. Like you can't do shit. It's right. bad enough for him or a- any athlete. You just can't go anywhere and do anything. So I think that's what people see it though. They see. Uh, and they want to talk about it. Yeah. They want to do whatever. Like I'm at the point now where I want to hear about what you do. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you into? What? What, like, even, even if it's something that I know, like, especially if it's something I know nothing about. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Like yeah. if you're some subject matter expert on something that I am clueless about, yeah. like, are you really interested in it? The guy's a pilot. You love that shit. So you're yeah, like, oh, that's absolutely. fucking, you know, you fly small planes. But like, I will talk about business if it's going to further my business or whatever else. Yeah. Like if it's actually going to impact my business, I will talk about what I do for a living or whatever. But outside of that, I don't even want to talk about me. Like I don't, I have nothing to flex mm. on. I have nothing to prove to you. I have yeah. nothing, but if you have a cool story or something you're really fucking into, like, yeah. tell me all about it. I want to know, but like it, show me why you're unique and it better not be like, I take videos. I, 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 I really like this brand and I really do this set the conversation with, I have this many followers. I'm like, eh, okay. Or <laughs> any of the, as soon as you start telling me like, have you ever shopped with these people? Cause they really support our community and stuff. Like I have checked out. Like uh, as soon as it turns into you were buying shit to advertise what community you belong to. I'm out. I've, I've you lost me. I'm gone. The, Circle back on what Scott was saying earlier about, you know, going through a period of your life where you're, you're proving something. Um, I think what happens in that point of your life when you're actually like, whether it's for yourself or for somebody else, you're, you eventually end up learning enough about yourself that you don't have to prove anything anymore. That's where it is. I think the, the honest, you're not trying to prove it to anybody, but you, you just don't realize that's what you're doing. Well, Until I after think, you've you got to be it. comfortable in your own skin at some yeah. point. You're like, this I, is as good I, as I'm going to get. And I think if you and I'm good, if you can't prove it to yourself, then you continue to try to prove it to yourself by getting others to agree. You know, like I don't know, like quiet professional. It's a thing, right? Yeah. Like most guys that have done a lot of shit in the military, they don't talk about it. But the guys that haven't done much. They talk about a lot all the time and it's like, come on. Like, yeah. Like there is some, there's, I've met some of the most badass people that, that our generation in the military you, has to offer. You don't find out about until yeah. the next day when somebody says, you know, who you were talking to. Yeah. 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 Like, wow. like fuck. Yeah. Or you, you understand who they are in, in, you know, there's, there's public record, public knowledge about what they did. Yeah. But in in the however many hours you spent hanging out and talking with them, you didn't mention it at all. None of it was brought yeah. up. Like, yeah, yeah. But well, but this has given people a medium who have not done all those things. 
to to, to kind of you know try to express themselves like that. It's a double edged sword though, because like, thank God that I know some of the people on social media because they're fucking hilarious, right? Like, how would I ever know who some some per- perfect example? Caleb Francis. Yes, how I have I- no idea what he did in the military. I don't think he was in the military. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, no idea. No yeah. idea. Yeah. Dude's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the only thing I know about Caleb is through social media. Yeah. And through that, like I I have a a good idea of like yep. I think he's a good dude. Right? I've had I've had conversations with him. Um like I actually got to yeah. spend a day with Caleb on set. Like uh when we were I was I was doing some behind the scenes photography work for uh for a small episode or series that they were working on and everything. And I actually got to talk to him and share a cigar with him. Super nice dude. But yeah. he's, he's actually the same exact way. He doesn't want to talk about where he started yeah. and, and where he is now. He like, like he was, he was asking me all about cigar stuff. And yeah. I was like, Oh, like he genuinely wants to, wants to get to know whoever he's spending time with. And it was, yeah. he's one of, he's one of the few that I've met where I'm like, Oh no, you're a really cool dude. As opposed to like, like I've, I very rarely ever gone somewhere where they're like, oh, this person's there and you meet them and you're like, that's a really cool guy. Yeah. Like most of the time, if they've got a lot of attention. It's a huge disappointment. Yes. Yeah. By the way, I'm one of those people. You're and I know disappointment. The, yeah. I am disappointed in most <laughs> you of the should time. Be. I can, can confirm. Fails yeah. to live Jazz up to the is, low standards Jazz he sets for himself. super disappointment. <laughs> when you meet him, you're just going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> I warn people too. I'm like, look, I'm not an easy person to be around. Like, I, I know exactly what I am. Like, Jack Mandeville's a perfect example. Yeah. Right. He's been on the show multiple times. We've known Jack, fuck, what, six, eight years? Longer, maybe I don't even know. I've known him a long time. Yeah, right. I've known him. I didn't know what he did when he was in the military until the last show that he was on, and <laughs> yeah. that was like what a month ago. You know, like yeah. no idea. Yeah, I don't I don't I wasn't Jack here, so I still don't know what he does. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna have to go listen to the fucking episode. No, the first, the first time <laughs> I met, Jack, sorry, Jack. The first time I met Jack, he had some blow up doll stuck to his crotch for every time I seen him. <laughs> I think the first time I met Jack, he, uh, he introduced himself and he was like, by the way, I'm just a whore on camera. And I was like, I, okay. Yeah, I'll bet like, you, was that, that, works. was that in the time where, he, where he'd spell out his last name? Yep. Yeah. I fucking love that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But it, 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 yeah, I don't know. Just fucking, you're not special. Like, and all of this stuff that's like what shapes, I think that's what's shaping culture now is it's just whatever's fashionable, whatever little well, you micro see how quickly we move can, on from things. It's like, oh, squirrel. And we're on to the next yeah. thing. You know, you know whatever little micro for. community you think you're yeah. a part of because you ID'd with fucking 5% of it. So now that's just, that's your personality. I can't wait for about five to 10 years from now when all these people that are right now that are, that have a following on social media that have no, no other reason just because they post things on social media. When that trend dies, and then now they're that far along in life and have nothing else to do. Yeah, but I think that people who are really good at social media are also good at life. Well, ultimately, they're very good marketers. So you're going to end up figuring out how to sell whatever. Everything's going to settle out, but there's going to be a lot of people who think they're at the top of their game right now who will have nothing. for For example, the cop and his wife 
who shoot the things above their heads and it lands on their fucking oh the epic epic right <laughs> but he's got a he, he's a cop he's got a career yeah. mm-hmm. you know he just does it on the side and like he's got nothing to prove it's just fucking hilarious yeah. you know like i appreciate that kind of content that's where, a little different though than he's not trying to shape people's opinion on anything fuck he's no being, he's just being hilarious yeah. it's funny that's great yeah yeah I think you can also tell the people that are doing it for the sole purpose of attention. Yeah. And people that are like, no, I'm trying to leverage this into like my career. Like someone yeah. like Caleb Francis, who he just posted funny content, but then was like, all right, now I can get into like screenwriting. This is going to sound like yeah. a and dickhead thing, but that's the that's the dude that does all the different branches of service shit in his kitchen. Right? No, that's no, no, Nico no. Ortiz. Who the fuck is Caleb Francis? Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite. Just look at Isn't me. this great? The only right. pseudo fame that we have is social media and I fucking know nobody no, on social media. My favorite character that he does is anytime he, he portrays a female, he literally takes a paper towel and puts it on his head. And that signifies him being a female. Oh, it's just a fat white guy. It's awesome. Fat white dude with the chin beard or whatever. Okay, now I know what you're fucking talking about. See, it was the it was the, the paper the, towel yeah. thing. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be on the show. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Like all the other people that have told us they're gonna be yeah. on the fucking show. <laughs> yeah. I'll believe it when they show up. That's where I am with humans now. Is everybody's like, oh yeah, I'll fucking jet. I'm like, okay, sure you will. <laughs> right, and you'll be one of my five friends if you do actually come yeah, through. If you actually show show up. Up. <laughs> I might have six friends. It'll be fucking ridiculous. <sighs> I'm fucking. Then there's some people that have said that they will be on the show, and I 100% believe them. Yeah. I also know that the logistics of it and the schedules and shit just yeah. don't work. Uh, Chef Rush, yeah, uh, who's a genuinely a good fucking guy, has told all of us because yeah. we've met him at several events, and every time you run into him, he was like, "I still want to be on your show." Like he still knows he wants to come be on the show. Yeah, but he's. He's on the East Coast. Like it's, well, it's he, the, the timing yeah. of figuring it out is fucking yeah. wild. Like it's just one hundred percent. If he if he was in town and had the hour, yeah, I totally yeah. believe he would show up and yep. do it. I also understand why he can't. Yeah. Now there's some other people that are rather local. Pushups a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he can't go on the show. <laughs> He's too busy doing pushups. That's it. <laughs> There's some local people that have said that they'll come that they just want. Hey, I'm fucking calling you out. You know who you are. You don't listen to this show, but I'm going to say it anyways. <laughs> you fucking know. I'm going to say that because I don't know him either. There you go. I've never met the man. <laughs> but it could be a great dude. I have so, no fucking idea. What was the question? What influences society? Yeah, what's what's shaping modern culture? What what are some... Um, the, uh, China and Russia. No, no, I have, I have another one. The... What is shaping modern culture is the the five the loud five percent of the minority in this country. I don't know if it's five even that big. Like it, maybe yeah, you know, but I know where you're going. Like so, all the woke stuff. Like, well, it's the other side too. It's like it's the five percent that are crazy left and the five percent that are crazy right. Yeah. Are making all the noise, and then there's like the ninety percent in the middle that are all just like, "Would you please just shut the fuck up?" Yeah, so I, like, yeah. I want to earn a paycheck. Go to go to go go home at night. Like whatever you want to go do, they want to go do it and just be left the fuck alone. Yeah, and we, yeah. you can't because you're getting pulled in left or right directions and shit. And it's cities just constant- are shaping society. Yeah, major metropolitan areas are shaping society, and the reason that they're I think that they're shaping society is because they don't need the people that live there don't need to do anything to survive. Yeah. 
it's it's literally a, life is the easy button. Well, it's, it's, ca- actually, it's causing a problem for It's actually why I, I love our city. I need to get a job. And once I have a job, that's it. I can get a job doing anything. And I don't care what it is because I just need the money so I can do all the other things I want to do. Yeah. Like, so they have this mindset that's not even living, right? They're enjoying the time that they have, but they don't even really know what they're living for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, oh, yeah, I live in New York City. It's great. I live for this right now. Yeah. This is this is, this it? is what I live for. Yeah. See? It's this. Monday's at 4.30. <laughs> That's actually, no. It's this little circle where you I You live to, for that get... black thing on two wheels outside. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like it It's was, a game changer. It really is. And it was an obsession of mine for like 20 fucking years. But and it's now a game I have, changer. But everything I do now so is to stay on that. You look at society, right? Harley's, for the past 10 years, Harley's been going through this very weird era of trying to figure out how to sell motorcycles because the the newer generations aren't buying them right we're medium medium age 47 now it was i think it was literally 45 when i had this conversation 10 years ago but they're they're not buying them ride or don't ride go to a harley dealership on a saturday and just look around and see what the group looks like oh yeah and it's it's not it's not 23 and 24 year old. No, nope. fuck the world. I'm going to go do my own thing. But, but they're not, not even doing it with sport bikes. No, no. That's, That's the thing. What's weird, right? Yeah. You know, and, and it's because, oh, I just need my scooter that I can rent with my app. Yes. To get down to the street, or I'll just take an Uber. Or those are dangerous. They don't drive. They don't fucking yeah. drive. It's not like I want to get strapped to a muscle car like you did when you were a kid and be like, I'm going to fucking get this 78. But always get that 79. 79. Like kids aren't doing that. But and I think like the 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 I don't even know the word for it. The culture inside of major metropolitan areas has just adapted to the point where people, if if it's not in your immediate three blocks, yeah, ten block vicinity, it doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. Yeah, you know, it's one of the things I really like about living in this city because we're the seventh largest city in the U.S. And you don't see that as much. This is like, there's still not a lot of culture. Infl- When's the last it, time you went inside 1604, inside the loop? I go in quite a bit. Yeah. But what oh. I was going to say is, but you still see your pockets of it. Like the whole Pearl area. There's literally people that live there now because there's these big companies that have moved in downtown and they live in the Pearl because they don't need to own a car. Mm-hmm. And they live above all those shops. So they do all the shopping down below. That's where they get all their food, yep. everything. And they live in some little trendy little loft thing that's just a concrete box with a leather couch in it and that's that their is, whole fucking life yep and then they ride a scooter down to wherever or they uber over to whatever they need and that's it that's their whole f- and they yeah they never leave that 10 block circle nope. and uh like the, the the highlight of their adventure in texas is going to fredericksburg they go to like get on a fucking greyhound bus and do like the wine shit like, oh, well, we did this big adventure. Like, I no. love when I talk to people and they're like, oh, we're going to spend the weekend and go up to New Braunfels. I'm like, it's 20 minutes down the fucking road. Yeah. That's not a weekend. That's fucking, I drive that far to get to the grocery store. Or like, oh. I do it every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking wild. But it's yeah. just, it's this obsession with whatever little microculture you think makes you unique. What's convenient well, like, is, r- I think like what's right now it. you have one of the worst cities, San Francisco. Like they're fucked, right? They want to give $5 million reparations yeah. in San Francisco. And like, people are like, wait a minute. How, how is San Francisco no, going to no. afford California this? Even, California didn't even exist during slavery in the so, US. So that's the thing. So I read an article and they basically said, you're never going to do this because the city would go bankrupt. All, well, they're th- already there's, bankrupt. There's more shit to it than just the $5 million, But 
It's just for a small group of people to make a bunch of money on books and the grievance shit. It's never, you're not, these, these people are never going to get their 5 million. You're never going to be able to figure out wasn't a slave state, all that shit, all the historical shit. You're never going to be able to do it, but somebody is going to get rich off running that program. The the, the proposal itself is enough to make somebody be able to sell a book, get on the radio, get on TV or make their career, make their career on that fighting for the next 20 years to, to, to do that. Yeah. The people who need the money or could possibly even be, des- are never going to get that money. So for, fucking forget it. Not to mention the fact that California is completely bankrupt and there's never going to be able to do that. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing that people in today's day and age have forgotten is nothing is actually free. Yeah. Right. Nothing is free. Yeah. This free money. And, and COVID is the perfect example mm-hmm. of it. Like, oh, I got my COVID check. Yeah. Well, look, look at it. It's free money. Look no, at it. That's look not at, how it works. Look at inflation. That's I, not uh, how it I works. I bet you've spent more in inflation. Everybody than you called got. it. Yeah. Everybody called it when they were going to do the stimulus checks. Yeah. Two years of stimulus checks. And it was like, this is going to, we're going to pay for this later. Yeah. And it was 24 months. Yeah. And, and then you guys are like, oh, everybody was, it. oh, this is the greatest thing. Can you buy a house now? No, because no. fucking interest rates are fucking yeah. whatever they are. I mean, it's yeah. fucking retarded. You know what's terrifying? If you do the math on it, it is cheaper to buy a house right now with the interest rates where they are than to wait a year, wait for the interest rates to go down because housing prices are still escalating so fast that even if the interest rate dropped by three points, you will still spend more on the house buying it later than paying I, the interest if, rate now. If I, interest I, rates drop, the only reason the interest rates are going to drop is because our entire country is in a massive recession. Yep. And, and keep, if it's in a massive recession, you wait six months and those homes will be half the price. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem now is – and we're getting into a fucking rabbit hole. But yeah, you bought a house at, at $600,000 now. It was a three or $400,000. That's, that's, that's the other thing that's ago. shaping culture is what did it cost? Yeah. Everybody's defining themselves off what the fuck it cost. Everybody wants to tell you what they spent on it. And it's like – who fucking cares? You know what cares? I tell people? <laughs> I've had a handful of people ask me my what my house, how, how much was my house? About four years of fucking no, no, no. I tell sweating them, your dick no. off working for it. That's about I, what it cost. No, I tell them, look it up. Yeah, yeah sure. Can. Yeah. Look at it. You want to know? You want to know that bad? Put the time and effort in. Go look it up. It's an uncomfortable conversation. Some people have yeah. no problem telling. No, man, I, I genuinely don't give a fuck. Yeah. But, I get mad at my kids when they ask how much shit it costs. Yeah. And I shouldn't. I should use it as a teaching moment. I just, I don't get it. So it's right. it, like, you guys knew about my goal with the motorcycle. And I finally got my motorcycle. Able to ride or whatever. Do you know what question nobody has ever asked me? Is what that bike cost. Dude, All of you cares. just came out and were like, looks great. Super happy for yeah. you. Da, da, da. Didn't matter what that bike cost me. It was a, hey, I'm happy for you. What you did? That's because you're poor. if you have to ask you can't afford it (laughs) i swear gary just comes here to be abused (laughs) but we don't kink shame buddy You can look it up on your boost. No, nobody phone. wants a deal. Like it's it's almost like oh, I paid full price, and like they're happy about that shit. It's not. I got a deal. I got this. I got that. I'll bet. I'll bet you get it more than any of us do. And about the Humvee, right? 
right. was it was same more, thing. Yeah. Not a single person here ever asked you. It's it's less about it's it's for me. It's making sure the fucking key turns when I fucking turn the thing. That's like my biggest victory. Oh, everything's fucking working. I think the only thing I'm aware yeah. Yeah, cost wise on that Humvee is after you got the stereo replaced. And I think for it, the 40th fucking time. And I think it only came up in conversation because of how mad you were about what it cost to get your stereo squared away. I was so happy that I nobody asked. Almost he just told us. It's because I kind of solved my own problem getting that fucking generator after fucking years of being because none the 24 volt system is such and so infuriating that i had to go on forums and and do because i don't know how to do any of that shit did you ever think about buying a vehicle that doesn't suck (laughs) i do i have one it's a fucking it's sitting out there in the The ford no my fucking challenger like i said did you ever think about buying a vehicle that doesn't suck (laughs) i have a i have a dodge and i have a ford and i have my humvee the humvee starts all the time it's just being able to run the rest hey, of if it. this was baseball you're batting a 330 so and that's, that's fucking great i could get a fucking 400 million dollar contract batting fucking 330 pal no it's, you solved, <laughs> i kind of solved my own problem which i was very proud of because i'm not mechanically inclined however there was a lot of money to get to that point and it's a pain in the ass but it just the fact that the fucking thing starts when i fucking turn the key is a it does victory. work it does so, run yeah and I can smoke but, my cigars in it. Yeah, I'm I think so that's it. That. It's a it, people are defining themselves off of subcultures and what they spent. You know how you smoke and in a Challenger. I know how you smoke. I in a own it, and I smoke in the Challenger. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's like. Let's talk about that for a minute. Jess, you, you smoke you in your vehicle. Yes. Justin, you smoke in your vehicle. Yes. I don't. Not why? in that one. And why? Because I don't want to fuck up the vehicle. Because you want to save it for the next guy, right? I know what you're saying. No, I, you nobody's ever going to own that car again. Like that's that's my car. Why don't you smoke in it? I, I, uh, How are you going to fuck just, it up? By the way, this I'm isn't not, an like, acid-based smoke. It's a base smoke, so it doesn't etch the fabric like cigarettes do. It's leather anyway. So you I'm can just, wipe it off. I know. That's why I have the Humvee. That's why I drive the Humvee way more than I ever thought I was going to ride in the Humvee because I can smoke. Throw a dog in. It's this is wonderful. like saying you're not going to bang your own lady because you're saying it for the next guy. You're just going to cuddle, right? I'm just going to cuddle. I don't want to mess it up. Because I'm, th- I'm that guy as far as that car goes. You are that guy. I love that fucking car. You're a Dodge driver through and through, buddy. <sighs> well, if they weren't going to fucking, if they were, if they were going to continue to make them, maybe not a big deal. However, do, they're no longer going to make them. So fuck it. I'm not doing it. Do they make a Tomir package for you? <laughs> they still pull out. Even on the, the, even on the Challenger, they still, they still pull out. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few times I almost broke down. I'm like, man, I'd, I'd like to be able to smoke in here. I just won't do it. Yeah. Maybe someday I will. I smoked in every vehicle I've ever owned. Uh, yeah, I know. I've smoked in cars that I didn't know. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, there's that <laughs> it's too. Like fucking... uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's either don't smoke or $25 at the wash tub and they make it go away. Like it's a... <laughs> no, we almost fucking had a fucking massacre in our wash tub because they didn't clean my wife's. It was awful. They just mail it in now, no matter how yeah. much you spend. So yeah, anyway. I definitely smoke in my truck. I don't smoke on the bike because um, it's difficult. Yeah, I've tried. It's not, <laughs> it's not for it's lack a, of trying. It's not. It's not a lack of desire. It's a yeah. The effort just no. There's a guy that makes his apparatus that goes around that. the cigar. No, um, but he's very, very, very proud of them. Yeah, um, they work. Uh, but I don't need to smoke a cigar. I've that smoked bad. on fucking horseback. Yeah. No, you it'd be, be way careful. worse to burn your horse. In your <laughs> yeah, <car. absolutely. laughs> I'm just very careful. Very careful with the horse. My horses don't really. Should You're never going to get the smell out of the mane, though. Let's just like uh, fucking. She's not going to buck. That, those, those two aren't going to buck me off. 
I actually I noticed the smell in my camera bag more than anything. Yeah. Like I'll get in the truck and yeah. it smells fine, and I'll take my camera bag home that's sat in our office that we smoke in twenty four seven. It's been here for two weeks. I open that shit up in my office at home, and I'm like, motherfucker. When I finally took my big camera bag, <laughs> oh yeah, from that sat in the old studio for like oh, two yeah. years because yeah. all the cameras were living yeah. in it. It still hasn't aired out. That, that, like that thing is still <laughs> just like, all right. Like, Until you throw that away, that will forever smell like cigars. No, you know what? I guarantee you, I could just Febreze it and it'd go away. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fucking A. But no, it doesn't bother shit me. Ozium. Ozium. Ozium yeah, does works. Yeah. I have a little Ozium can in the console of my truck. Yeah. I have oh. a butane can. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put one of those in too. Yeah. The worst smoking incident in the car we've ever had was when the lighter went and shut off. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> we had to throw it out the window. Oh my god! It went quit. It went I, quit. I had a lighter and uh, and I lit it and I lit my cigar and we were driving to the other side of San Antonio for something. So we were in the car for like a little over an hour. Yeah. And uh, and I prom probably inch and a half into my cigar so 15 20 ish minutes sure and i had this i literally just i lit my cigar and i just set my lighter down like this and we're bullshitting and i don't even know what the fuck we were talking about we were talking 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 and all of a sudden i'm like ow i'm like well my fucking leg is warm and i look down and i'm like that's fucking hot and i grabbed my lighter and it was like almost burning my fingers hot and then i realized that it's still on and i was like and then I just immediately rolled the window and just chucked it. <laughs> Scott was like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like, I just burnt the truck down. <laughs> the only vehicle I think I've ever owned that I'm not sure they were ever going to get the smell out was when I was, when I was still on the road as a rep for a cigar company. And I was doing like 60,000 miles a year in my car as a rep. And it, I mean, how many miles? Like 60,000 a year. A year. Dave, take notes. I knew that where we're coming with that. One. So, yeah, I was doing like sixty thousand a year, and that was that was mid Atlantic. So, talking the Carolinas, yeah, uh, Virginia and West Virginia, sixty thousand miles a year in that bubble. So, you can fit that in Texas like twice. So, well, there's nothing straight in West Virginia. So, yeah. nope. Ooh. It's also the only time we've ever seen a goat on a leash. Like was, West Virginia is a different animal, but uh. That one, I mean, because I'd get up in the morning, shower, put my suit on, get my espresso, lit my first cigar, and the cigar didn't go out until I was like pulling into the hotel parking lot. Right. Like so, that one when I traded that Jeep in, I think that was. Yeah, I don't know if they were ever getting that out of that yeah. Grand Cherokee. I think that was in the steel at that point. Like it was just. <laughs> I will also say though, like. A cigar on a road trip is so fucking nice. It is amazing. Like I, I've always enjoyed a nice road trip, but being able to also just light up a cigar, mm-hmm. fuck, crack the windows, like it's so pleasant. It's one of my favorite times. Yeah. I'm also one of those people. I love driving and smoking a cigar. Well, that and uh, when Warfighter had the the ash cans, the cup holder yeah. ashtray, and I have mine. And it lives in my truck. And I crack my windows Most to let the, my Humvee. It's wonderful to let the smoke out. And, and you I can s- get yours at WarfighterTobacco.com <laughs> <laughs> under the but, uh, accessories tab and use that code FTFO to score yourself a sweet fifteen percent off. But I had the I had the shitty Zycar one for a while with like the screw top. Mm, yeah. that shit beats the whole fucking purpose. But that one that I can like flip and it holds my cigar and shit like yep. that. And I still just ash into that instead of ashing out the window because I'm like it's it's better. It's you, just better. I, it's healthier it for the cigar. Your, it's all that kind of stuff. You know you know where your ash is going. I ash in the ashtray. And then when I'm done with the cigar, 
I throw the rest of the cigar yep. out the window because the ash doesn't smell. Mm-mm. It's the cigar that smells. So if you leave your ashtray filled with cigar butts in your car, it's a left it's a residue smell. That is what's going to make your car stink when you get back into it. But if it's just ash and you throw the butts out of the out of the window, then like my truck doesn't smell. Sure. Yep. It, and if mine does, it's for like 12 hours after I've smoked, yeah. and then it doesn't smell like anything afterwards. It just goes away. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I fucking, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, Who the fuck knows? Society. Yeah, fuck it. That's All what right. I'm asking better. Can I, I need a little something, something to fucking, <clears throat> look, sharing is caring. Yeah, Thanks, sir. Whatever. I'm going to raise my glass. Yeah. Sure. Say thank yeah. you to you boys yeah. for being my Cheers. freedom friends. I got a spit left in this one. Uh, like, share, subscribe, smash all those buttons. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's, mom's friends. That uh, there's this mediocre show out there that uh, will tell you information you didn't need to know. Yeah. Until then, uh, you already plugged Warfighter, so uh, that's yeah. done. We did it at the beginning. Do we really need to pay the bills twice? No. Fuck it. The uh, the cards have already popped up by now. So. Oh, fuck it. So we yeah, yeah all we're all good. That we're done there. So in the meantime, uh, three little things. John, smoke on. Jim, drink on. And God damn it, boys, freedom, freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on.